Hey guys, what's up? This is another episode of the Healed-ish podcast, and it's your girl, Jay Holly. What's good? I know y'all miss me. I know, I know, but no, it hasn't been that long. It's been like what a week. I was going to release this episode the following Friday, but I feel like God has put something on my heart to be released today. Because Easter Sunday is approaching. Today's Friday. So in two days, it's Easter. And, you know, whether you're religious or not, faith is a part of a majority of our lives. Like, faith is what keeps us going. Faith gives us hope. Faith gives us purpose. And for me specifically... I am a Christian. I am a die-hard lover of Jesus Christ. (laughs) But in all seriousness, this episode is a very, very, very special, a very important episode for me personally because this is my story. This is my testimony. This is my truth. And I don't know if you guys um listen to the previous episode but at the end of that episode I asked you what is your purpose and today I'm going to share with you in this episode I talk about my struggles with anxiety and depression so trigger warning if you are out there and you are currently dealing with depression anxiety PTSD or any other type of mental illness, mental health issues or struggle, there is, I encourage you to listen to this episode all the way to the end because there is a message for you. And I feel like God is using me as a vessel to reach out to someone out there. Which is why I say that pain is purpose. I believe that my pain has a purpose. And part of my purpose is to use my stories to encourage someone out there, inspire someone out there, and to let someone out there know that you are not alone. You are not crazy, girl. I've been through it. I'm going through it. I'm here with you. I got you. You're not in this alone. So, this is a more serious episode. It's a very personal episode, but it's a very important episode. And I encourage everyone to listen all the way through to the end. You will not regret it. Trust me. So, And also, I know during this COVID-19 period, it can weigh very heavily on our mental health. It has for me because there's a lot of change. There's a lot of sudden change. A lot of people are losing jobs. A lot of kids are not, can't go back to school, so they're in the house. The parents are overwhelmed, stressed out. There's a lot going on. 
and it can absolutely weigh heavy on your mental health, on your mental health. So I, I will also use this episode as like a check in. I want you guys to like after you listen to this episode, I want you guys to take a minute and just check in with yourself. Do a little mental health check like, well, how am I feeling? You know, am I overeating? Am I not eating? Am I sleeping too much? Am I I not getting active? Am I not getting enough sun? You know, just just do a little check-in. Call your friends and check on them, even if you're not personally going through depression. Or call your friends, call your family members, and make sure they're good. You know, because on the outside, they may look fine. But inside is is a whole different story. They might be facing a battle that you know nothing about. So, yeah. This is a very, very personal, special episode for me. And I, it gives you guys a little small glimpse into my life. <laughs> and, yeah, if you guys have any questions for me... Definitely hit me up on my social media, on Instagram at it's J Holly, or on my podcast Instagram at Pain Is Purpose. And I hope everyone has a great Easter Sunday, no matter where what you do, whether you're in the house, um, to play some gospel music, and you know, cook some good food. It's very unfortunate that we can't even go to church, but church is everywhere, honestly. Church is everywhere. Fellowshipping is everywhere. Praise and worship is everywhere. I praise and worship in my shower, girl. <laughs> like, you can praise and worship anywhere. So, I, yeah. Have a great Easter Sunday. Um, and, yeah, God bless you guys. And I will see you guys in the next episode of the Hildish Podcast. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. So, many of you don't know this, but this is why I wanted to have a platform to talk about this because so many people are going through this that are afraid to talk about it, that don't really know how to talk about it because they don't know what's going on with them. And honestly, I was there for a long time. I had no idea what I was experiencing. I just knew it was hell. But basically, I've been dealing with anxiety and depression for, I guess, for a while. I just didn't know it had, I didn't know, I didn't put a label on it. I just knew that this is what I was feeling. Um, But I've, I've been officially diagnosed with general anxiety disorder in October of 2019. And depression is just another side effect of anxiety. I'm not clinically depressed, thank God. But I do have days where I'm just very, very low, very depressed. I just hate on myself. It's really bad. I kick myself when I'm down. Very negative thoughts. Very dark, dark negative thoughts. I just beat myself up. And I'm just very down, very low for days at a time. It's very hard to get myself out of it. I don't know how I get myself out of it. Um, 
I don't I can't do it alone. God helps me get myself out of it, honestly. But yeah, this is what I've been dealing with. Um I had my first panic attack in September of 2018 it was september 13th to be exact because it was the day i will never forget um that day well that week honestly i was just dealing with so much stress um i've always been very anxious very insecure very just nervous overwhelmed very depressed i've always you know beat myself up always so every like the smallest inconveniences in life was like the world came crashing down, honestly, with me. Like, yeah, I'm like, of course I spilled my freaking drink all over myself. I'm terrible. I can't do nothing right. You know, it's, I just go down this downhill spiral. Just, ugh, you know. So, yeah, that day was a bad day. Everything kept going wrong. Like, everything. Everything just kept building up, building up. I was very, very anxious, very shaky that day, very overwhelmed on the break of tears all day until, you know, I, I went home, turned all my lights off, closed my doors, got in the bed like I always do. I just wanted to be in the dark and just lay there and just complain and just sulk and be in a funk alone, away from everybody and then suddenly I was just like I don't feel good and I kept saying that to myself like I don't I don't feel good something's not right it's like weird it's really weird um I I got hot flashes I knew something wasn't right because earlier that day I was googling panic attacks I don't know why I was googling panic attacks I guess God was trying to you know, warn me of what was to come if I didn't calm my butt down. But that earlier that day, I was googling panic attack, and it, so I read the symptoms. So when it happened, I guess it was like five p.m., seven, six p.m. that evening. I'm not sure. I think it was around like six, seven p.m. So when I started experiencing like, I each symptom came one at a time. So I was laying there in my bed. I was crying. I was having a breakdown. I was praying. I was like, God, I hate my life. This is happening to me. I don't do nothing right. Uh, And then I just felt like a hot flash. And then um, my chest got tight. My throat started to close up. I I was sobbing because I got scared. I was like, what the crap is going on? It's like, you know, like white noise in movies when like something goes down and you hear like the little white noise ringing in your ear. That happened. The room started getting like fuzzy. Um, I don't know. It was weird. Like the room started spinning, got dark. I sat up on the edge of my bed. I was like, I don't feel good. I really don't feel good and I started sobbing and I tried to drink some water and my hands were shaking. My hands were shaking, trembling so bad. I was like, the water with my hand was shaking. I couldn't drink it. 
I started getting really scared. And then my heart, oh my God, I will never forget this moment. My heart was freaking beating so hard. Like one of those scary movies, I can't describe it. Like those scary movies where you hear like the heartbeat, like the dun dun, dun dun, dun dun, dun. It was beating so freaking hard. I thought I was dying. I thought I was having a heart attack. I got, I jumped out of bed. I started pacing, I'm walking around in circles. Like, oh my god, this is happening. I don't want to die like this. I no, I'm only twenty something years old. I can't die like this. I can't die alone in my room. You know, I think about my mom, my dad, my sister. They're not going to know. Nobody's going to find me because I was in my room with the door locked. I had a roommate. But, you know, I was very antisocial. Like, she never knew when I was home, <laughs> honestly. I'm sorry. But, you know, I was like, I'm going to freaking die in my room alone at 20-something years old. Like, it can't end like this. So I, I freaking opened my door. I ran to my roommate's room, banged on her door, scared for my life. She, th- she opened the door like, what's going on? And I couldn't talk. I tried to talk, but I couldn't talk. It's like, I just, I felt like I just ran a marathon because my heart was freaking beating out of my chest. My throat was closed up. I was sobbing. I had snot run. It was bad. It was so bad. So I couldn't talk. I was just like, I was like, I was trying to point to my chest. Like, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. She First, she thought somebody was in the house. So she pulled me into her room, closed the door. She was like, what's going on? What's wrong? And I was like, I just kept pointing to my chest, crying. She was like, um, uh, are you having an asthma attack? Do you need, like, a treatment? And so she grabbed her treatment. I didn't even know. That's how I found out she had asthma, too. Because <laughs> she had a freaking, you know treatment in her closet i was just like i couldn't talk so i was like i then she's like you need to go to the hospital i was like yeah well i didn't say yeah i was just like yes (laughs) you know um so she grabbed the keys i ran out her room raised out the door um i guess i had some i put some flip-flops on i raced down um outside down the stairs i beat her to her car (laughs) i was just like Oh, it was so bad. I got to the hospital, blah, blah, blah. They thought I was having an asthma attack. I couldn't really, because I didn't know I was having a panic attack, for sure, because I never had one before, but I Googled it earlier, so I kind of figured that's what it was. And But I also didn't want to say in front of my roommate, like, I'm having a panic attack. She's going to be like, what the hell is wrong with you, girl? Like, you good? You straight? So I, you know... She stayed with me the whole time. I thank you for that. Because you really could have just dropped my crazy self off and drove off. Like, I don't know what's going on with this girl. <laughs> like, honestly, she moved in like two weeks prior to that. We never really had a real conversation. <laughs> like, she just moved in like two weeks prior to me having a bad <laughs> So it was like, we got very acquainted that evening. Very acquainted. Very fast. So uh, <laughs> it was just awkward. I know she was like, this girl is crazy. Who is this girl? Y'all ruined me with this crazy person who freaking has asthma attacks. But it wasn't an asthma attack. Either way, like, that was a long, crazy evening. And I just didn't talk about it afterwards. (laughs) 
you know, I was like, thank you for taking me to the hospital. You didn't have to do that. Thank you for staying, you know, thank you for checking in. Yeah, I didn't really, we didn't, I didn't talk about it afterwards. I didn't really tell my dad, my sister was going on. I didn't tell them I went to the hospital until I was at the hospital. I told my sister, she was like, girl, you okay? I was like, yeah, you know, <laughs> you know, my heart was just beating fast. I don't know what's going on. You know, I downplayed it a lot. I knew what was going on. Deep down, I knew, but I didn't want them to, like, think I was crazy because, you know, I'm always the dramatic one, always. I'm always the dramatic one in the family, always. I overreact to everything. I think everything's the end of the world. But this time was serious, you know. But I didn't want to, like, my dad just got into town that day. I didn't want to worry him. I wanted him to rest. You know, I didn't want to worry my mom. I didn't tell my mom at all, actually. I guess she found out through my sister. My sister told my dad, he was like, you went to the hospital yesterday, what's going on? I downplayed it. I was like, I'm fine, you know. I guess it was asthma or whatever. But yeah, I didn't talk about it the next day. Me and my mother was just passing by. Like, it was very awkward. She was like, hi. I'm like, hi. I'm like, she probably thinks I'm crazy. I think I told her thank you like every day since then. I was like, thank you so much. She's like, no problem. You're dying. I guess I had to take you, you know? <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> but, yeah. So, um, so basically, after that night, I had panic attacks consistently. Consistently. Like, I would say, oh, I went to school, school after that night. That morning, I went to class like nothing happened. Because I didn't want anybody to know. You know, so I showed up to class, out of breath, shaken up still, obviously. I didn't want anybody to think anything was up wrong with me, so I played it off. But anyway, like three days later, I had another panic attack, but it was very mild compared to that first one. That first one was hell. Like, I literally thought I was having a heart attack, and I was dying. I was going to lay on the floor dead. You know, and nobody was going to find me until weeks later, and my mom, like, called to check on me, like... And I ain't heard from your sister in a while. Um, you know, they would have, like, anyway, that's crazy to talk about. But, um, yeah, since that night, since September 13th, I've had consistent panic attacks. The rest of that year, I've had heart palpitations. If you don't know what heart palpitations is, I don't really know the, you know, the scientific definition term, whatever, but basically your heart just, it does a whole bunch of crazy stuff. It like jumps and flips and it beats and it slows down and then it goes fast and then it feels like it. It does a whole bunch of crazy stuff inside your chest that makes you feel very uncomfortable, very uneasy. You don't know what the crap's going on. You're like, what the heck? And it makes you feel very faint, like you're gonna pass out. You feel very out of breath. I couldn't walk from my bed to the bathroom without falling out basically I couldn't go to the, walk around the store I couldn't walk around campus I was always out of breath I had to sit down every five seconds it was horrible um yeah that year man 2018 was um it was hell it really was the beginning of the year was fine the end of the year was hell from September to like 
February was pure hell because I had no idea what was going on with me. It was all a mystery. I had no idea what was going on. Um, I kept having these symptoms. So I had the panic attacks. They were always, they always sucked. Always terrible. I had heart palpitations, which made me very dizzy. I felt very faint. I was always out of breath. I could never breathe. Mind you, I'm asthmatic, so I'm not being able to breathe is terrible. But I could never, I could never get a full breath in. Like I could never just like, you know, it was always, always restricted. Always, that sucked. Um. I had heartburn, very terrible, terrible heartburn. I never experienced heartburn in my life. Um, I think I had acid reflux. Um, I was in pain. I had back pain, neck pain. My muscles were very um, tense. That's another symptom of anxiety, tense muscles. Um, my legs. It was, just, it was just a whole bunch. It was a lot. And I was experiencing these things every single day. From September to February, I had no idea what was going on. They sent me to the cardiologist because I thought I was dying. I thought something was wrong with my heart. I'm like, my heart feels funny. It's, it's you know, I, it's scaring me. Went to the cardiologist. I got poked and pricked and all these tests ran on me. All that. I had to wear a heart monitor. That, oh, I hated that. It showed through my freaking shirt. I didn't want to go anywhere. I couldn't really shower. They had... They said you had to turn backward. It was a lot. I was very depressed. I'm like, they don't know what the freak is wrong with me. Everybody kept saying, oh, you're fine. You're fine. I'm like, I'm not fine, man. I feel like I'm dying every day. I'm not fine. Like, I hated that. Like, I know it's a blessing. Like, your heart's good. But I would be like, no, man. Something has to be wrong with me. Like, y'all got to find something. So, basically, that whole year, I was pricked and poked, blood drawn, EKGs and all that crap. I've been to many doctor's offices, many emergency rooms, cardiologists, all that, all year, just sobbing, depressed. Like, you know, everybody's telling me I'm fine. I feel like shit. I'm going through hell. Everybody's telling me I'm fine. I'm not fine. I cried every night consistently from September to February. Every night I cried myself to sleep because I was in pain. I was scared of having another panic attack. I stayed in my room. I didn't want to talk to nobody. I didn't want to go out. Because I'm like, if I freaking have a panic attack, who's going to take me to the hospital? None of you bitches. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all out here drinking and having a good time. Y'all ain't going to take me to the hospital. Like, y'all, they ain't going to take me to the hospital. Everybody's drunk. And I'm not going to take me to the hospital. So I was spending the night at my mom's house in Northport because she lived near DCH in Northport. It, it's, it's just... uh. I, yeah, I always spend the night at her house. I'm like, well, you stay close to the hospital in case something happens. She, she was so sweet. I don't want to cry, but she was so sweet. She kept checking in on me like, you good? You okay? Like, you, let me know if you start feeling like, feeling something. You need to go to the hospital. Let me know, you know. Uh, she was so sweet. Yeah, I, I, yeah, it was rough, man. This is a long story. I'm probably going to edit a lot of this out, but. It was really rough, very rough, very hard, very painful, very scary. Because everybody kept telling me I was okay and fine. You're healthy. You're great. You're young. I'm like, I feel like 
complete shit every second of every day. You're telling me I'm fine. I know I'm not fine. I don't know what's wrong with me. I don't know what the medical term for this is, but I do know I'm not fine. And it pissed me off because nobody could find what was wrong with me, man. It was, ugh. It was just, that was the worst. It was, ugh. I won't say the worst, but it was the lowest I've ever been in my life. Never been more depressed. Never been more just dark, frustrated. Frustrated, yes, frustrated. Because no one knew what was wrong with me. And I obviously knew something was wrong. But yeah, that's what I've been dealing with since September 2018. I've been dealing with anxiety. Um, it's fairly managed now. Fairly. I say fairly because I, I have my bad days, you know. I have panic attacks occasionally, but they're never as bad as that first one. Um, I have really bad anxiety some days when I'm very shaky. My throat closes up. I space out. Um, you know, it's... It's something that I gotta continue to work on probably for the rest of my life. You know, and still, I still don't really understand it, but I guess I'll learn more as I study more about it, um, as I do counseling. You know, they'll teach me more ways to like, you know, kind of get through it. Um, but yeah, it's you know. That's what it is. I don't really have much to say because I'm still actively dealing with this. So I can't be like, oh, I've, I've had this and now I'm fine. It's something that I'm continuously working on. But, it, you know, it's getting better. It is. But 2018 was definitely my lowest point. I really thought I was going to die every single day. You know? But, um, yeah, I'm here. <laughs> and you're here. And we're here. And, yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy. To make sure you understand this. Life is long. Life is hard. But it's worth it. It's worth it. There is hope. I'm here for you. It's difficult, but I need you to talk to your doctor about how you are feeling. I'm serious. It's no different from having something wrong with another part of your body like heart disease. Let's end the stigma around them. These feelings you have will pass and help is available.